watch it, bro. Whoa, we're live. I'm all about the cowboy shit, but especially the- cowboy Brock shit. <laughs> cowboy <laughs> Brock shit. shit. That's where the money's at. Cowboy Brock. <laughs> cowboy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the hour where there's nothing left to prove. Experimental agro-concern. perfect world being burned. This is the maniacal hour. Pure 100% underground. Powered by the emotion of self-passion. This is how we get down. It's the rain all about. It is Sunday, February 27th, 2022. You are tuned into the blow off presented by the Hameen Media Group channel attitude.com. Jimmy, I can barely contain my excitement for this week's show because as we were getting ready to go live, I I I've edited a lot of videos, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and somehow this one has escaped me until Jimmy and I sat down. So we're we're running a little bit later than I wanted to be today. But Jimmy, it's well worth the wait. It's well worth the wait. I'm only going to play them the short version. They're they're not going to get the long version yet. The long version will be available over on the YouTubes and whatnot, over on the Facebooks. But no, no, no. They're going to have to wait for the greatest video I've ever made. Please hit it, bro. You got to hit it because I don't want to give it away, man. I've got a big smile on my face and I'm just giggling like a little girl right now, dude. Until you play it. I I mean, mean, seriously. We can't continue until I do it, can we? I mean, it's just... We can't. I'm we, we sorry, have, dude. We, I'm telling you. We have you, to. We, this is going to go viral, Jago. I think it is. Wait for the long <laughs> version, but the, I, I think, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the inner circle. Oh, the long version's coming. It's coming. My God. The stupid oh, things we talk man. about in the pre-production meetings. Oh, that's man. Just... Always, always, man. And they're always fucking good shit, bro. Seriously, it's always good shit. The shit we say off camera, well, actually on camera, but off the air. Way better. Way, way better, better than what actually makes the show. Way better oh, than what I'm makes telling the you, show. man. If only the people knew. I t- so jimmy it's been a fun week inside of the world of pro wrestling we are officially on the road to wrestlemania revolution is right around the corner we've got some free agents we've got some things that don't make any sense (laughs) um but i i feel like it's been a good week inside of the world of pro wrestling we got celebrity debuts we got great promos i mean some would call like all-time promos we're going to talk about mjf and punk to kick things off what did you make of just kind of the macro this week inside of wrestling? You know what? It was a fun week, dude. I actually thought it was a fun week. I thought SmackDown was decent. More particularly, the end was the best part of the show anyway. I mean, Dynamite, some say, was possibly the best Dynamite ever. That's what people have been saying. I won't call wow. it the best ever. Right. Wow. But it was a good show. It was a decent show. Well, you know what's interesting about that to me is – that was the most wwe version of dynamite that i think we've seen like there was a lot of talking on that show you had the great promo from mjf you had the eddie kingston and jericho thing the moxley and brian thing like there was a lot of talking on that show for people to be calling that a great episode of dynamite that's pretty interesting to me well maybe that's what the people want i mean at the end of the day they were in stanford right 
there is that. There you go. So maybe it was all about sports entertainment and not professional wrestling after all. Well, let's talk about the entertainment and let's start with Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He's better than you and you know it. And coming out of Dynamite on Wednesday, I think a lot of people are totally drinking the MJF Kool-Aid. Some calling this an all-time great promo. I mean, we'll have to see what happens this Wednesday. Uh, Jimmy, what did you make of the MJF promo kind of in the micro? And then I want to look at it more inside of the macro. All right. Well, first of all, I thought it was a great promo by MJF, but we'll get into it why I thought it was probably the wrong promo to do and the wrong time to do it. Because as good as it was, let's be honest, man, did he really need to do that sort of promo? In well, and now we're few? only we're only a week out now from Revolution. Revolution is a, in a week. Right. I'm really interested to see what they're going to do on Wednesday to kind of pull the rug out from underneath of everybody. They have to, right? You think they'd have to, but if they don't, then what? Well, I mean, if you don't pull the rug out from underneath of everybody, I, I feel like the only option is you have to do a double turn at Revolution and CM Punk has to take a, a sock full of quarters and throw them at NJF and tell the little Jew boy <laughs> to pick it up. Because, I mean, at this point, like, I, I don't know what else you do. Like, all of the sympathy is on MJF right now. And it, as great as that promo was, and it was a great promo. It was, 100%. But AEW needs to quit giving people a reason to like MJF because he's he's quickly becoming guy number 213 on the AEW roster that people don't know how they're supposed to feel about him. Whereas everybody hated MJF and they did the thing in Long Island. Now they're doing this whole thing. Quit giving people a reason to like MJF. That's That's my greater problem with it. It was a great promo. But as far as the purpose goes, I feel like it's totally short-sighted. It's exactly the same issue that I have also, Jugger. And like I was saying before, great promo, wrong time, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. So unless they're going to go babyface, then what was the point? I I mean, I. that's why I'm they have to pull the rug out not only from under CM Punk, but from underneath of the fans this Wednesday <laughs> on Dynamite. And I'm not even sure how you do that how do you do it i mean and and this is the problem man and and like i said let's not take away anything from the primary because it was a fucking great one right well and especially now that it's been proven at least a big chunk of that promo was true true. like you can find the facebook post right so i i I mean that's the problem like if if punk could come out and prove this entire thing to be false on wednesday (laughs) that would be one thing but how do you do that without presenting CM Punk like he's a psychopath who's been going insane about this for right. the last week, and now he's out here trying to discredit Max, and doesn't that make him the heel? Like, it's it gets so convoluted. I don't know how you pull the rug out from underneath of everybody on Wednesday. Dude, but how do you pull the rug when most of the shit he said were pretty much facts? That's the problem, man. You I mean, can't pull the rug. It was it was a great like backstory, dude. It was from the heart. It really was. It was a great supervillain origin story. For definitely, and made total sense too, man. And you understood exactly where MJF is coming from now. After all that, man, you really do. But then, like you said earlier, you can't help but like the guy now, man. Well, yeah, because I mean, even like Thanos, right? Like the biggest, baddest, you know, most evil motherfucker in the entire galaxy. Snap and half of the fucking universe is gone. But he explains it and you understand the reasoning for it. You understand his logic to where, no, 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 no. I'm not wiping out half of the world. I'm saving the other half. Like, like, like there, there, there's a logic and a reason to why he is Thanos. Now I feel like we have the reason why... Maxwell Jacob Friedman is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Well, and the thing is, man, when you saw him coming to the ring with tears, dude, I'm telling you, man, they were legit, bro. I I felt like he really felt the way he felt back then, dude. And and it made so much sense. I love the fact that he called (laughs) CM Punk a coward, dude. What a he's a coward. Like he and he fucking meant that shit, bro. He like I said, it came from the heart. I believed him. I mean, shit, dude. I mean, this was great. It was great. I mean, it was, it was great, great promo. Great, but, I, but again, you alienate your fans, though, dude. 
Right. Are, are, are you hurting yourself in the long term? Because I don't feel like we're anywhere close to being ready for an MJF baby Hell face no. turn. I don't feel no like way. we're anywhere close to being ready for a CM Punk heel turn as much as people want to see it. Like, I don't feel like the character is even remotely close at this no. point. Uh, so it just it seems mistimed to me right and that's what doesn't make sense like whose idea was this was this mjf's and cm punks to do this what's well, this I'm, tony khan i'm fascinated by what they do on wednesday I, that's the thing i don't know bro like what do they do like that's what i'm saying like how do you pull the rug from something that was actually true i don't know unless actually there might be one way where he beats the crap out of punk but see still and I'm talking about the inner, not the inner circle, see? The inner circle, man, it's stuck in my head. But the pinnacle, unless all the pinnacle jump in and help him out, I still think the crowd Is that even enough? Cheer. That's what I'm saying. The fans will still cheer. I think he's he's booked himself in the frigging corner now, man. Yeah. They... Unless we're getting a double turn. And even then, like you said, it's way too early either side. Yeah, timing. It just it doesn't, doesn't feel good. Doesn't it's feel bizarre, good. bro. It's straight up bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's even more weird than that inner circle video. I mean, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's crazy how like creepily that kind of pairs up. It's wow. It's weird, right? I mean, and like I said, it, the, the, the funniest shit happens off the air. <laughs> it's fantastic. Let's talk about Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro now departing the world wrestling entertainment. Um, and I mean, everybody wants to see Cesaro end up in AEW. Uh, and I, I kind of hope that's where he ends up, but oh, I actually don't, you don't, where, where, no. where do you want to see Cesaro end up? Or do you think Claudio just kind of walks away at this point? Maybe Claudio Costagnoli has one last run in ring of honor, dude. Once again, we go full circle. I mean, it's entirely possible, but I mean, my understanding of ROH and the way that ROH is going to operate going forward, I mean, that's like a couple of weeks and he could have his run in Ring of Honor because he'd, he'd go in for a taping, he gets paid for the taping, and then he goes home. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's not a long-term deal. So, I mean, like, long-term, what, what, what do you want to see happen for the former Cesaro at this point? Because, I mean, he is 41 years old at this point. So if Cesaro is going to get a run somewhere, he's got to do it now. Right. I, I, I'm not sure, man. Don't be surprised if he still ends up back in WWE, to be honest with you, right? And as far as AEW goes, I don't think there's room for him right now, dude. Really. I mean, where does he fit if he comes into AEW? You're gonna well, have the United Nations again, whatever they were called, with uh Miro and uh Seamus and Alberto Del Rio, except you got Miro oh, and Cesaro. Well, I mean, I I'd be down with Miro and Cesaro, but or should I say Miro and Cla and Claudio? Because he'll Claudio, be Claudio, right. yeah, Claudio Costagnoli. He'll be just I, using his real name. Bring him in as as part of the Legion of Dragons. I mean, like oh, I think oh, I think God. that'd be pretty that bad. would work. That'd be pretty bad. Like a little group of shoot fucking wrestlers, bro. Because Cesaro is one of those rare talents to me where people are very, very high on Cesaro. And I understand why, because he's fantastic. But I also understand why Vince McMahon didn't want to push him as a main event talent. Absolutely. You know, so I, I, I understand both sides of it. He has always been a professional wrestler stuck in a sports entertainment company. <laughs> yeah. That's how I've always felt about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You're right. But if you're going to have, let's say, for example, Adam Cole would defeat Hangman Page at Revolution. Right. Uh, I, could, I, I could see Cesaro coming in as a babyface challenger and he to just, boom, Adam boom. Cole. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, he'd get built up first, you know, where, you know, maybe you're looking not even double or nothing, maybe full gear. You could have him built up mm. in time to uh, face off with Adam Cole. I mean, it's still fairly early in the year. A lot of these guys only like 4-0, 5-0. Like, he, yeah, he could get a absolutely. bunch of matches in quick. Um, For sure. But I feel like Cesaro is one of those talents where his bad booking in WWE, people just view him as he was misused in WWE. Like no, the second he walks out on a dynamite stage, I feel like he feels like a main event talent just because of his reputation. You think? Yeah, I do. Hmm. 
You know, it's funny. Jeff Lippmann was saying on the skirmish this past week that he feels that Cesaro has had a Hall of Fame-worthy career. Do you agree with that? Because I don't. I think so. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, wow. he's he's like a five-time Raw Tag Team Champion. That's exactly what he was saying. Yeah. He, he won the he won the SmackDown Tag Titles. He he was a United States Champion. He won the first Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Right. I mean, he's been there for eleven years. He's beloved by the fans. I mean, I don't think he's a Hall of Fame headliner, but no, I think he's no. but I think he's an also ran. I I I, yeah. I could see Cesaro getting into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel that he. I know he's got all these accolades, right? But I just feel like, I don't know, man. I, I totally understand why everybody loves him, right? And mm-hmm. he's a joy to watch in the ring. But He's a great honest, professional wrestler. There's no he, question about that. He's he's a, Maybe he's in the wrong timeline, you know what I mean? He would have worked out in yeah. the 1930s, 40s, 50s, 60s. He's that type of wrestler. He like even, really he even would have been great in New Japan. I was going to say that. I was about to mention that New Japan would be his best fit. I kid you not. But, I mean, there's a lot of problems that go with going to New Japan Pro Wrestling at this point as far as traveling and And whatnot go. But Well, but picture him, man. He doesn't have to talk over there. He can just go boom, 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 and everybody would be loving it. Japan is the best fit for him. It really is. I think he'd be huge in Japan. Oh, yeah. Stylistically. He would be Perfect. absolutely amazing in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Shout out to our boy, uh, Colin the Cleaver Andrew. He's in the chat room over on uh, Facebook. We got Colin Wysong in there. Oh, he, he's practicing Colin. his international talk like a pirate day. And uh, <laughs> our, our, my boy, Jerry Slaughterhausen, he says that he wants to see people swinging it. He wants to see Cesaro swinging people like crazy in AEW. <laughs> and I mean, he would too, because I mean, they're all cruiserweights. So Cesaro could go in there and spin around for like, you know, 130, 140 times. Oh God. Can you imagine him spinning Adam Cole? Seriously, he'd do it a good 200 times at least. Oh yeah. I mean, he'd just keep going. <laughs> Adam Cole would be skinny by the time Cesaro was done swinging them around. Fuck. Have you noticed uh, Adam Cole is obviously paying attention to what the IWC have been saying online, right? Because. Oh, clearly. He's getting insecure, dude. He's starting to show off. Look what I've been doing. He's starting to do his little weights and posting it on. Did you on see? Did media. you see? He almost had a four pack. <laughs> did you almost. see that? Almost, almost had a four pack. Good for you, you Adam Cole. Well, do you think he's becoming insecure and paranoid? Maybe just a little bit. Well, do you think that backstage, like when Adam Cole is just walking around backstage, like Excalibur, like sees him walking around and he's like, "Hey, what's up, you piece of shit." <laughs> like do you suppose excalibur just calls him a fat piece of shit all the time oh man man i call him a fat piece of shit all the time because he's a fat fuck i mean seriously look at him he is the dad bod god <laughs> adam cole <laughs> how do you think brit feels about that jago seriously uh, she she seemingly likes the dad bod god i mean and then we all have a chance now huh? <laughs> i mean there is that <laughs> no nah. What, what do you think is, is more likely? Well, we'll do a full revolution preview on uncaged next right. week, but how are you, what do you think is more likely? Does Adam Cole and Britt Baker both walk away champion or neither walks away champion? What do you think is more likely? Britt Baker walking away with the AEW women's title is more likely because I feel that Adam Cole ain't winning anything. There's just no chance Adam Cole. See, and I go the other way. I think Adam Cole walks out AEW champion, and I think Thunder Rosa walks out women's champion. It's interesting. We both are the complete opposite. Usually we agree on things, Jagger, but here we are. I, I truly think, I mean, give me a reason why you think they should go with Adam Cole, though. Because he's not Hangman Adam Page. That's right. I mean, that's Adam Cole, though, Jagger. Yeah, but Adam Cole at least presents as a champion. Adam Cole presents as a big deal. Hangman Page presents like, what the fuck am I doing here? Right, but you know what, man? This past week, even the week before, no, more like last week, this past week on Dynamite, if you checked out his promo, for once he had a bit of fire in his promo. You know what I mean? I could take him actually serious this time until the Dark Order came out, of course. I can take him seriously until I look in his eyes and I don't buy a word of it. Right, yeah, you could say that all the previous weeks. I thought last week he truly looked like he meant what he said. You know what I mean? So interesting. I don't know. I saw things a little bit different that could have saved his title 
aspirations, dude. I just, I, I, I mean, I just feel like the way the AEW landscape is shaping up right now, I feel like a heel champion is a better situation for the company. And I've, I mean, I've never liked Hangman as champion. I was against him even winning that championship. Right. And then once he did, I think I've picked against him in every single one of his title matches, except <laughs> for Lance Archer. And I would have rather had Lance Archer as the AEW World Heavyweight Champion than Hangman Page. So would I actually, believe it or not. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, man, right now, I think he... He done himself a favor, man, with that promo. I felt interesting. And I'll have I to rewatch think, it. Right, rewatch it. I mean, like I said, don't let the Dark Order shit fool you because that ruined it. But just the way he 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 said in the pro, the, the way he put it, man, I could truly get behind that. But in saying that, doesn't mean he's the right champion. I just think Adam Cole ain't the right champion either right now. You know what I mean? To me, I, this is a wrong matchup. I mean, I feel like I would put that title on pretty much anybody that's not hangman page that's inside of the main event picture right now i mean right now danielson moxley, moxley yeah. omega cole um I, I just feel like there's such better options punk mjf um yeah. even miro who doesn't even appear anymore well miro's filming a movie is my understanding okay because no one says that not even in the dirt sheets i'm not even hearing anything about him yeah, my understanding is he's off filming a movie and that's okay, why like even the vignettes have kind of stopped right now because yeah so it's true and, and what do you think this big announcement is going to be jago because i truly think it's going to be either a super show right possibly a g1 with all the wrestling companies that's not wwe or what would what TK. would give you that impression only because what what could this possibly be other than like a super show or is it possible and actually, you probably know this, Jago, so you can put an end to this right away. But could TK be possibly buying Ring of Honor? I don't think so. I haven't heard anything about it um, outside of... I've, I've read some fan speculation about it because of the way right. that he's teasing it. Um, Tony Khan's got to quit doing this. Um, because the last time he built something like this up christian debuted <laughs> and that's nothing against christian of course but everybody was expecting a bigger deal yeah no that's that's absolutely nothing against christian i i still to this day i like christian more as a talent than i like edge i've and i've always felt that way going back to the brood um but tony khan built it up like it was going to be this huge landmark life-changing signing and that was just not the case it, there's not a talent out there he could bring in the way that he's building this up. Even if he Whoa. brought in Okada, it would not no. live up to the buildup that he is putting out because not that many people know who he is. And, right, and we right. saw that with Switchblade Jay White. Like, I, yeah. I just, I, I, I don't see what could possibly be this huge company shattering announcement the way that be. he's building it up like the way that he's building it up this announcement should be entirely kayfabe of course that he has sold the company to cody wrote like th like that the way that he is building this thing up like that's gotta be it oh man first of all if it was kayfabe sold to cody Rhodes, people wouldn't buy it anyway man and it just and that's the problem with today's bullshit, right right i think that wouldn't work at all like people be like all right tk we all know the truth blah 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 you know you know how it goes but could it also be possible that maybe we get bray wyatt say bray wyatt does not live up to what tony khan has said mm, i think it would be a huge deal though dude he's the only one that could possibly you know possibly live up to that You don't think that's even possible at all? I mean, I'm 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 rereading this quote. Right. Okay. Now you tell me if Bray Wyatt lives up to this quote from Tony Khan. I can't yet reveal the announcement, but I hopefully will be able to soon. We're working on something massive. The legal team has us under NDAs, so I can't reveal all the details. But suffice to say, we're working on something that's going to be really great for the fans and the wrestlers it's going to be awesome 
I'm so excited. I don't know exactly when we'll be able to tell the fans. Now we do know it's going to be on Wednesday, but I know that it's coming very soon. So stay tuned to AEW. I can promise you something big is coming. That's not Bray Wyatt. So what, what can this possibly be, dude, other than him buying ROH or a Super Show? I don't know. I, See what I, I, mean? I, I genuinely have no idea. Like when WCW said this, they brought in Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you know what I mean? His first run back in 93, 4, whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Like, and like, like before, right, right before the NWO, you know. Right. But, yeah, yeah, right. When he had the Hell Parade with him right. signing. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, there's not even a talent like that that's available. The Rock? The Rock's not coming back to wrestle full-time. I mean, I, I hey, think man, I, I think shit it has be, happened. I think it would be more likely that you would see John Cena in AEW. Oh, my God. That than, would be a big deal, bro. Well, because John Cena is hooked up with Warner Brothers. Right, right, right. That's true. And Warner Media. So, yeah. I mean, there, there's absolute possibilities as far as, like, <laughs> cross-promotion stuff goes maybe peacemaker shows up in aew oh god hell no please no only if he does the dance on the way to the ring oh fuck no man please dude Look, that I, that shit is hilarious have you watched peacemaker funny. i haven't watched it yet but i've seen oh, a lot of shit about it my god the is opening sequence be, be honest the, with me it's the opening watching. sequence of peacemaker alone is worth tuning in for the entire hour-long show it's i have never Netflix, right no, it's on. Um, is it Prime? Is it Showtime or HBO? Okay, maybe Showtime or HBO. I saw, I saw it like an ad on on my television like recently. But anyway, I can't remember. Oh, it's where amazing! It was. It's amazing. the The opening like entrance part of Peacemaker. You know how it always gives you the option skip intro. Not right, right. once. Fuck you! I'm not <laughs> skipping this shit once. Yeah, it's amazing. Have you seen the opening of Peacemaker? No, I've just seen a lot of ads about it, though, man. Oh, my word. I'll check it out. But you know what? That's one of the things that could make this a big deal. That's why I thought The Rock, possibly, because when he said that he had to check in with his lawyers and all that shit, right, with NDAs and all that, it could only be a Hollywood freaking blockbuster type of actor that's possibly a wrestler. The Rock or Cena. Cena makes sense, though. If it's Cena though, man, that's huge, bro. And that would Cena would make more sense. It would, I and mean, it would be massive, bro. Can you imagine he came out like on Dynamite? That I think we're overblown. It's probably not Cena, but whatever it is, if it's not Cena, it will be a disappointment. Put it that way. I mean, I I don't. I kind of want Peacemaker now. <laughs> the more I, I'm oh, thinking no. about this, the more but, the more I like the idea of Peacemaker showing up inside of AEW. Well, on a positive note, right? If it is Cena, just say, just say it is John Cena. We could possibly get him to have a run in New Japan, which I think he would be good in as well, dude. Can you? Well, I mean, he'd be a megastar in New Japan. I, 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 just the the fact that I know this Warner Media thing is out there, and and I mean, of course, I'm. I don't think John Cena is going to debut inside of AEW, but it would be really, really cool because if he did. That would mean that I am very, very close to getting my dream match of Hiroshi Tanahashi versus John Cena. Absolutely. And, oh, and God, it has to happen once. Come on. That would be worth it. It's John Cena versus John Cena of Japan. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that would be worth it. That would be worth it. But I do think it's more likely. Let's talk about WrestleMania. Okay. Um, I was actually going to save this for a little bit later, but it's okay. We'll, we'll do it now. I think it's more likely that John Cena shows up in Madison Square Garden. Um, yeah, that makes sense. He does do that with with numerous house shows, actually. Well, it, it, I mean, it sounds like Bobby Lashley is out. Bobby Lashley dealing with a shoulder injury. It I was still going, think that's a cover-up, bro. But it, it was supposed to be Lashley versus Brock inside of the Garden for the WWE Championship. If Bobby Lashley can't go, who do you put opposite of Brock Lesnar? John Cena makes a lot of sense to me. Do we really need to see that match though again? Well, we're not going to see that match because it, it's it's not even televised, regardless of who it is. Oh yeah, true. It, You're it, right. It's yeah. not televised. It's a house show, and it's I could see show. John Cena coming in to do a house show 
for WWE at the Garden, opposite of Brock Lesnar, for three minutes, and you know Vince yeah, gives him five hundred thousand dollars and <laughs> thanks for coming, John. Yeah, I don't know, man, but I guess that's irrelevant to us because we won't see it. But if it is the case, but like I said, do you squash the guy again? I mean, didn't Lesnar squash him way back in 2012? Well, you know what you do. All right, you have you have Brock Lesnar come out first, right? And then you darken all of the lights. Oh, here we go. And instead of John Cena, you get. Yeah, do that. I'm all fucking in, bro. <laughs> but, but, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, Brock Lesnar has to take Eagly to Suplex City. Eagly oh. has to go to <laughs> Suplex City. How funny was that with the eagle at the end, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's his pet. It's, it's oh, Eagly. Oh, sorry, Eagly. But it was funny because he's like posing, and he's like looking like. Bro, I'm telling if, <laughs> yeah. if if the, if they killed all the lights and John oh. John Cena came out did that whole dance. Oh fuck. That place would oh. that would be amazing. It would be the most legendary thing to ever happen inside oh of Madison God. Square Garden, Jimmy T. No, I'm sure they, the New York they would sell out the garden for the next five years if John Cena would come out and do that dance routine. And then Brock Lesnar just, you know, picked him up, F5'd him to hell, and <laughs> took Eagly to Suplex City. <laughs> but does Eagly, do we have someone dressed up as Eagly or? No, it has to be the fucking eagle. bird, Jim. It has <laughs> to be the actual bird. <laughs> that would be funny, though. I mean, they do all that CGI <laughs> shit. Hey right yeah like, right but come on now are Brock we gonna get that shake eagly to suplex city oh man and he starts going suplex city bitch <laughs> you know what I mean? at the end of it nah man that's that's a bit too weird but oh look you've seen it came out like that oh man you out. think that's weird you should watch the show oh man see now i just think it's total trash what oh, is it's amazing it's amazing no, really what's it about exactly he's peacemaker so basically, he's he comes on the scene to make peace with everybody. I mean, well, you see, the the, the thing is, he wants world peace, oh. and if you don't want world peace, then you have to fucking die, oh, because God, that's how, how that we achieve sense? world peace. So we so nothing changes, basically, right? He's we a member of the people. Suicide Squad, bro. Is he? Well, I'm, well, I've never really seen much of Peacemaker, bro. Like, seriously, to be honest. Oh with man, you. you're missing out. Like, for real. He, he's a he's a hilarious character. He's he's really? very he's very Rorschach mixed with uh, Captain Hammer from Doctor Horrible. Like, he, he's he's just completely clueless. But he wants world peace. He just knows that he has to kill everybody in the world in order to achieve it. God, so that's how we get peace by killing people. Yes, but of oh. course now he's a government hired assassin. Oh, okay. Because that makes sense. Because nothing really changes, right? So we still keep right. Like he's anyway. he's the bad guy who gets locked in jail and becomes a government agent. And if he doesn't do what the government tells him to, he goes back to jail. And you know, like they've got a cover for him, like accidentally murdering other people because you know they piss him off. And it's great.
great, dude. It's great. It's, 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 it's perfect John Cena. It's the John Cena that I've always wanted. You know what, though? As I was watching that little thing about Peacemaker just there, the, the little intro, I couldn't help but notice that John Cena would be a great Robocop. Right? Seriously, tell me he wouldn't be great at, like, at playing Robocop. It'd, it'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm being serious, too. Does Brock Lesnar go into WrestleMania as the WWE champion, or by some tomfuckery, do we end up with John Cena as the champ? Do we then, end up with do we end up with AJ Styles as WWE champion? Randy Orton? Like, is, is there any possibility anybody takes this title off of Brock Lesnar, or are they just doing this? to sell tickets to Madison Square Garden because ticket sales are in the crapper. That's all, man. That's all they're doing it for. It's just for the ticket sales. Come on, man. Why would you take the title off Brock Lesnar? Let's be honest now, right? As much as we've seen this matchup a million times over the years, let's be honest, we've seen it a lot. I still think this is the best possible matchup you can have on the roster right now, this minute. They're the only two guys that are red hot right now, bro, in WWE. I just... Well, I mean, you still get that match. I mean, you would still get that match. You would just have right. a WWE championship match as well. No. no, but the fact that they've announced unification, I'm actually intrigued by it because what do we do? Do we go back to 2002 where we had that undisputed championship where we had the champion floating between both shows? Jericho? I, I guess. Wasn't Jericho the first undisputed champion? He was, but... Beat The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin in the same night? Right. There wasn't the brand split yet, though. That's true. It was 2001. The brand split came in at 2002. So if you remember that first brand split, we had a floating champion. Who is there anybody else on the roster that even by some chicanery, like Cody? Could you bring in Cody opposite of Brock Lesnar? And like, you know, Paul Heyman's like somehow like comes out, does a strip tease for Brock Lesnar. Brock gets distracted. Cody rolls him up for three. Like, is there anything that we could do there? Mm, it will work in the short term, but it doesn't pay off in the long term. I mean, I, I think there's about a 0% chance of Cody Rhodes ever beating Brock Lesnar. It's just like there's a 0% chance of Cody Rhodes just giving me my fucking money. Yeah. Yeah, Cody, you bitch. God. Hey up. <laughs> hey up, man. Bro, you, you just got a contract between like two and a half, three million dollars, and you can't give me the money that you owe me. Well, I mean, I'm glad you on, brought bro. that up. I'm hearing he's getting three mil a year, dude. So he better pay you that fucking money or right. else. Right? Jesus, you tight ass. Just but in saying that, ridiculous. Pat McAfee pretty much confirmed him signing with WWE. So can we safely say now? There's no if or buts about it. He's pretty much WWE now. Well, and The Miz also paid homage to Cody right. Monday night on Raw. Right. Edge also paid homage yep. to Cody Rhodes Monday it's not night smoking on mirrors, Raw. Dude. Even it's the not social media mirrors. account of WWE's. But the thing, the thing that was interesting to me about it is both references, when Miz brought it up and when Edge brought it up, the fans went... crickets um, i couldn't hear anything and that <laughs> now i i'm really it kind of begs the question for me how much crossover is there between the aew audience and the wwe audience what is the reaction to cody going to be and is cody in real trouble already because vince mcmahon always viewed him as a mid carter we dropped a couple of references to you and nobody reacted is Vince still going to see him as a mid Carter. It's just a mid Carter that we're paying $3 million to. Like, I feel like Cody might be dead straight out of the gate. Interesting. Funny enough. Uh, look, there's got to be some sort of crossover only because clearly on the AEW side of things, the fans know exactly who's who when they jump over. Let's be honest. They do. Right. So obviously some of these fan well, bases yeah, would... watch them to be, but that would make sense even if they stopped watching WWE the day that Dynamite debuted because there's there's True. WWE talent. But, like, I don't know if the WWE audience has any idea what's going on in AEW with the exception of, like, a very small fraction of the nah, audience. No, nah, you're right. We'll see because I've noticed uh, the WWE fan base lately has been very young, dude. 
I'm talking about on TV. If, I've, if, I've never seen so many kids well, up I mean, until last week on SmackDown. Cody's been gone for five years. Yeah, if six, you just actually, six six years. Okay, so if you just started watching WWE five years ago, and that's all you watch, you are a casual fan. And you've been watching pro wrestling for five whole years now. I know how it works, man. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Do you, uh, you have any idea who Cody Rhodes even is? And if you only watch WWE going back 20 years and Cody shows up, is it a big deal because of how he was treated there the first time? Well, that's because you didn't question. see what he did in New Japan. You didn't see what he did in Ring of Honor. You don't care about AEW. All you watch is WWE. Is it really a big deal that Cody shows up? Look, for maybe you and I, someone like you and I, like our type of fan base, it kind of is a big deal, but not really. But it was like, it's still, I'll be excited to see him in WWE. Let's be honest. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, right? I, I don't get me we'll wrong. I think, I think Cody's going where he belongs. I think he's right. more of a sports entertainer than a pro Definitely. wrestler. I, I think he's a main event WWE talent, but just the reaction I've seen from WWE only fans and casual fans, I think this is going to go over like a fart in church. <laughs> I hope you're wrong, man. But I hope I'm wrong too, too. But I think. Look, if they pull it off at the, the night after WrestleMania, even though it's not going to be the same, unfortunately, because there won't be fans really traveling, I don't think, this time around, right? Hopefully there are, because when the international fan base comes down, it's always a special night right. on the Raw after WrestleMania. It's just, it's it's electric, man. And that's really the right time to debut him. You debut him on the Raw after Mania, because that's always the special time to do it. But... You know, it all depends on the fan base that turns up, bro. If it's if it's a bunch of hardcore fans, he's going to get probably cheered, but he'll quickly sort of get booed of, like after a week or two. You know what I mean? It'll just be that initial excitement, and then we're back to hating Cody. You know what I would do? What I think I would do, honestly, for Cody, to, to bring him in and make him feel like he's a big deal inside of the WWE universe, to reintroduce him to fans who have no idea what Cody's been up to for the last six years. I would have Vince McMahon come out to the middle of the ring hmm. at NXT stand oh. and deliver. Oh no. And introduce the new general manager of NXT, Cody Rhodes. I was about to spit out my drink, dude. I really think that would be the best way to reintroduce Cody to the WWE universe. No, I no, really no. do. I've got one better, actually. You introduce him on NXT, but as the new COO of yeah, WWE. But, well, <laughs> I, mean, no, I, I bring him in as William Regal's replacement. Yeah, okay. And then I it mean, leads to a match between him and, and somebody. And I mean, you can milk that sure for six circles. months to a year. You know Shawn what Michaels. I mean? And then you bring <laughs> him up to the main face. roster. I mean, very Drew McIntyre. Like, Drew McIntyre had no business going to NXT when he came back. Right, but he had to reprove himself to, to the old man. You know what I'm saying? Because... I'm not sure that after what happened Monday on Raw that Cody doesn't have to, too. No, I agree. He definitely has to prove himself again to the old man and show him why he's not Stardust. And it all, leads, it all leads to a match between Cody and Triple H next year at WrestleMania. I said the same thing, man. I, I said the exact same thing. Now, it all depends on how serious his heart condition was. You know what I'm saying? Right. Of I course. do also think that it wasn't as bad as people made it out to be. Only reason why I say that, he was pretty quick going back to work, dude. I, I mean, know, there man. is footage of him, like, with Vince... And stuff like that he seemed fine by me i mean could it possibly be and i doubt it is i'm just saying it's just i'm just putting it out there could it be possible that his heart his heart scare was all a work and this is all possibly leading up to a cody triple h match I and mean, that was the plan all along i mean at this point bro i think everything is a work Right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm even watching what's happening in the Ukraine right now, and I'm not oh, sure. Dude, I'm my not mind sure that that's now. not all yep. work. You're right, dude. After it's funny. I'm glad you brought that up because I just wanted to say to you, man, and 
I don't want to bore our listeners, but I'll just say it. When we first spoke about it, I believe on Uncaged, we briefly touched on it. Mm-hmm. I had a different mindset about it. Now, after looking more into it, I have done a complete 360, dude. I'm starting to think mm-hmm. there's a lot of shady shit going on in Ukraine. I'm just saying. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of shady Plus, shit. The footage, I'm hearing also rumors that the footage could be back from 2012, 2014. Man, you know the one that killed me the other night? I, I saw this last night, I guess it was, on Fox right. News, right? Right, right. Um, they had footage of a shitty-ass one-bedroom apartment in Kiev. Right. And they had footage of from inside of the apartment. Oh, the fucking bomb? Of the, the bomb going off? Yeah, yeah, the rocket, right. Um, I'm just so I that we're it. clear, um, <laughs> all shitty one bedroom apartments in Kiev, do they all come with a special security system that will, you yep. know, withstand a bomb blast and immediately Absolutely. send the footage to Fox News? I, I, I just I, I just want to be clear. Like, is that standard issue, or do you standard, have to pay brother. a couple extra rupees for that? No, 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 no. That's <laughs> that's standard, bro. That's I mean, the Ukraine special, on. that one. They, they 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 showed uh Russian video proof. they showed video of uh Russian soldiers and they were running across the street the other day. <laughs> yeah. And the they weren't wearing the same outfits. And That's they were in like thing. no kind of a line or anything. And I'm like, you expect me to believe this is the Russian military. <laughs> you know really? You know what else is funny? I'm glad you brought that one up too, man. I haven't actually seen a Russian soldier yet. And the the best one and i forgot i wish i could remember the name of the analyst made a comment last night that putin is worried because of the spirit of the ukrainians they're fighting off the russians (laughs) he's so worried that vladimir putin has doubled Uh, his personal security and they are worried that the ukrainians could take the kremlin oh no and i was like wait so we have went from Are you fucking kidding me, bro? <laughs> that is, I heard that I mean, too. If that happens, that is straight up Great Reset World Economic Forum, fucking George oh Soros and Klaus Schwab. Well, and like, George Soros is another I mean, one. I'm glad you brought his name up too because he has a big part in this shit too, bro. Uh, That's another thing, man. I, I'll send you a video. It will open your eyes, dude. This shit stinks of... Uh, Tom fuckery, should I say? Let's put it this way: I'm not the biggest fan of Putin, right? No, but but I think we're not getting told the truth, bro. That's 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 for sure. Yeah, there thanks. is way more to this shit than simply Russia attacking Ukraine. Yes, yes, that's way more. As as Chabella Veracruz likes to point out in the chat, wag the dog, wag the dog. It's true. Wag Shout out to the, the professor. Shout out to the, the prof. The real prof, by the way. That's right. That's Serena <laughs> Deeb. She ain't got nothing on Chabella Veracruz. I think we should do Serena Deeb versus Chabella Veracruz in a five-minute rookie challenge inside of a steel cage. Oh, yeah. Or maybe they can have one of those dog kennel matches like Toru no. Yano and, and fucking Minoru Suzuki had the other day. Did you see that shit? No. I didn't. Don't tell me that shit. The the point of the match was to lock your opponent inside of a dog kennel and then put three locks on the door. Really? New Japan Pro fucking wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, man. It's bad. Have we really hit a whole new bad? It's very, very bad. You know what else is very bad about New Japan Pro Wrestling? This is such a great segue. Somehow we go from (laughs) Vladimir Putin to the Great Sonata, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) The Great Sonata, as my boy Billy Ray Valentine likes to call him. Oh, man. Sonata has finally won his first singles IWGP championship, and it is the United States Championship. They took the title off of Hiroshi Tanahashi (laughs) again. To put it on the great Sonata. Jimmy T is the matchup between John Moxley and Hiroshi Tanahashi for the IWGP United States Championship ever going to happen? Because we've been building to it for like a year and a half now, man. Well, until Japan properly opens its doors, and they're still paranoid, mind you. They're living in fear in Japan. 
So why not just have the ace go on this great run where he just defends the title and makes it so prestigious and people are invested in it? No, no, he's he's lost it twice now. I'm afraid even if he came to the States, would he be able to get back into Japan? Probably not. That's the problem. You know what I mean? So, and that's, and this shit throws all sorts of shit up in the air because we don't know what the future holds, man, right now. We don't even know when Switchblade will ever get back to Japan. Well, and especially, did you see the brackets for New Japan Cup? I haven't yet, actually. What's the brackets? Oh, maybe I did, actually. I did catch it briefly, actually. They are doing a 48 man (sighs) tournament. Now that's hectic, 48 that's man tournament. That is huge. And I mean, when they, <laughs> when they first announced it, I was like freaking sweet. We are going to have John Moxley in this tournament. We're going to get switchblade back in this <laughs> tournament. We're going to bring over all the young lions from the LA dojo. Like Clark Connors finally going to get his shot. Like we are opening the borders. This is going to be nope. amazing. We might even bring shooter back from the UK oh. from rev pro, right? Cool. Like he's they, ready, bro. I know he's ready. If he could just he's get ready. into the fucking country, but, but like, finally, we're here like in the return of new japan 48 man tournament and then i saw the brackets <laughs> it's a stinker you've got guys like Jado in this tournament gato's in this tournament dick togo is in this tournament really? shima is in oh. this tournament hiroshi tenzan is oh, in better. this tournament i mean they they're regular young lions you know the guys who have never won a match Dude, I heard Kenzie Kabashi could be in it. Um, all of all of the juniors are in this tournament. Really? Yeah, Hiromu's in it, Bushi's in it, Despi's so in wait, it, wait, Show's wait, wait. in it. So we get a chance that so possibly we could have a matchup with Takahashi and someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Like from the heavyweight division? Yeah, you bet. I'm excited for that, actually, because like I was telling you on Uncaged, could we possibly get Hiromu? In the heavyweight division, even though he's not a heavyweight. Let's see. Who does Hiromu face off with in um well, this is business just picked up, as uh good old JR would say. Hiromu's first match in the tournament is against Show. Hmm. So which, which we've seen that though. That will be a fine matchup, but right the way they have laid out the 48-man tournament, there are 12 men that get buys in the first round oh, so we know boy, on what basis though so we but we know by no basis whatsoever because the, <laughs> the, the talent that gets the buys makes zero sense zero but we do That's know so that the winner yeah. the winner of show versus hiromu will face minoru suzuki in the second round what <laughs> Please let it be Hiromu. Hiromu and Minoru Suzuki. I mean, that would literally Um, be a crazy match. Yeah, (laughs) I'm down for that. Uh, The other buys inside of the tournament, just in case people were wondering. Uh, Let's see. We have um, Tangaloa gets a buy in the first round. El Phantasmo gets a buy in the first round. Taisha Ishimori will face off with the winner of Kota Ibushi versus the great Okan. We have Master Wado getting a bye in the first round. Dick Togo immediately through to the second round. Gato immediately through (laughs) to the second round. Yeah, go figure, right? And uh, one of the young lions, Fujita. Yeah, he, he immediately needs to go through to the second round as well. So, yes, absolutely zero logic. Like they drew it out of the fucking hat, kind of like stardom deciding who's going to compete at Wrestle Kingdom. They drew straws to see (laughs) who was going to get the buys. Do you think they actually did draw straws for the buys? Um, I I bet you they did. It's possible. It's very possible. And Gato is the guy who put the straws in there, so he knew exactly which one to draw. (laughs) That's fucked up, man. And and to think New Japan, you know, they were a stickler for like organization. You know what I mean? Yeah, where they booked things that made hell. sense, it went to hell, and I mean hell. It, it went is. actually to Tartarus, dude. Yeah, it's that's how low we went. We good. went, and and it's sad because it's so unlike New Japan. The most interesting thing happening in New Japan Pro Wrestling is currently taking place on Impact Television. I mean, yeah, can you if, believe that? If shit? That tells you anything. 
Uh, to wrap things up this week, let's talk about celebrities. Uh, we know that it is going to be Sami Zayn versus the jackass Johnny Knoxville yeah. at WrestleMania for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. And we're also going to have Logan Paul teaming up with The Miz to take on the Mysterios. Um, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's that, that's pretty much where I am too. But the real question is, does anybody give a fuck? Because like it used to be like we're, we're bringing in guys like Lawrence Taylor. Right. We're bringing in guys like Mr. T. And it's like a main event program. I don't think anybody cares about Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Uh, I, dumb, dude. This the Logan Paul one is a little bit more interesting to me. Not in the respect that I think more people are going to tune in because people don't like the Paul brothers. Like, I, I don't think anybody who's not already watching WWE TV is going to tune in to see L Logan Paul, especially in a matchup that he stands a very good chance of winning. He's going to be the biggest guy in the ring. Okay, but yeah. I could see Logan Paul becoming Mongo McMichael. See, I, I was going to say, he don't be surprised if he sticks around a lot longer than you think. Right. I, 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 see I, that. And I could see him being good at this. Well, see, that all depends if he's good at it. If he's good at it where he sort of earns the fans' respect, just like Bad Bunny did in many ways. Right. right? I mean, like, if he comes in and he treats this like a Lawrence Taylor, you know, if he comes in, he treats it like Mongo McMichael. If he is a celebrity that, like, would just come in and stick around and, you know, maybe he wrestles for, like, two years, I think they could make some money with Logan Paul. Absolutely. I agree, man. And, and you know, for the people that, that hate the guy – I love seeing him knock out freaking like some veterans, man. But I want to see him knock. Yeah, well, yeah. Nate Robinson. Yeah, that was funny though. That one was pretty got, funny. The way he got dropped. But I mean, I mean look seriously. at Nate Robinson and look at Logan Paul. Like those two guys. If, if, this was was a, if this was licensed boxing, that match wouldn't even be allowed to no, happen. No, it was a freaking heavyweight against like a a junior, junior, junior heavyweight. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like no. triple junior heavyweight. And when I say that, I'm talking about what's lighter than lightweight. <laughs> Big Ray Hernandez says, Brings, <laughs> bring back Mr. T, fool. <laughs> I pity the fool. He said fool, but I I, I know he actually meant fool. <laughs> fool. Fool. <laughs> and speaking of Big Ray Hernandez, the motherfucker sent me a text, right? And says to me, I know you're live. I just wanted to send you some love, right? And he sends me... <laughs> A picture of him flipping the bird. We're right back at you, Big Ray, you cunt. You sexy, <laughs> sexy man. Sexy man. Very sexy. Very cute, very sexy. <laughs> very cute, very sexy. In since, since I know Big Ray Hernandez happens to be watching the show, uh, Big Ray Hernandez, we will sign off with this. I am Michael Jargo. That is Jimmy T. You can find That's me right. at Not Jargo. Find him at DJ Mass Effects. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, it's a bit of a go-home show. It's a bit of a go-home show because next week is going to be my last edition of the blow-off for the immediate future um big things coming for the jargo clan as we uh pack up the house sell the house and get off towards our next adventure jimmy t gonna be holding it down with uh some guest hosts maybe we'll even get big ray hernandez to come show up on the show jimmy t That's anything good. you want to say before we send big ray hernandez home as a member of the inner circle <laughs> no i think we should send it home with the inner circle bro especially this is going out to you big ray just for our boy, Big Ray Hernandez, <laughs> tuned into K-Live 105. We will catch My you boy. next week on the blow-off. <laughs> for now, we're off like a prom dress. See ya! <laughs>